All right, welcome back to the Kilo Train Podcast. This is episode number 21. I'm Austin Adelkoff, and uh, introducing our new co-host, Deidre Franzen. Welcome to the show, Deidre. Thank you. Hi, uh, everyone. On a more regular basis, Deidre's going to be on uh, recording episodes with me. Uh, Luke and Micah just are a little too far away, obviously, to be recording episodes on a regular basis, so uh, we still love them, and we'll get them on the show when we can, but... Uh, Luke's obviously grinding through med school as has his young baby, and Mike has got two two babies now. He's taking care of well, one baby and then uh, his daughter. So um, we're bringing on a new host, and I think obviously everybody loves Deidre. So Deidre's I couldn't think of a better choice than have Deidre as a as a co-host. So uh, I wanted to get her introduced tonight, and we're gonna go through uh, this past season. Yeah, so it was a fun season. We'll uh, we'll start off with the open and just kind of I don't know hit up the open real quick quarterfinals semifinals in their games. Yeah. So what do you remember from the open D's? I don't remember um, anything really from the open. I remember the first workout we did because did we do that we did one? It together? We did that one together first yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, that was really. I was just coming back from my shoulder stuff, so I wasn't a hundred percent yet for the open. So I was just still easing into it and just kind of doing it because I had to for formalities. That's right. Um, but yeah, we weren't really banking on my scores because we weren't really sure how yeah. I was going to do. Those of you that don't know, Deidre had uh, a labral tear um, from the 2021 season. And uh, she competed through with it for a little while. And, you know, you just decided, okay, I need to get surgery. Just want to make it make yeah. it right. And so you got that done in July, right? Uh, end of Ju- June. End yeah. of June. Yep. June 28th. And how long did your surgery take? Um, I was maybe a couple hours, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it went really well, and they felt confident in the repair. Um, and then just started some physical therapy and took it really slow and easy and just followed the rules and did all my exercises to make sure I'd be able to come back and compete. Um so yeah, I was very happy with the end result, obviously. Yeah. Being at the games was really nice because the year before I was there in my immobilizer and then fast forward a year we were competing. It makes it, it makes it feel like the year flew by because I remember you doing your, your drill or your, your, pre, your, uh, your rehab exercises. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing you in your sling and then it was like, bam, before you knew it, you were on the rings again doing muscle ups. Snatching, PR your snatch this past yep. year, and then yeah, my ring muscle up like in one set did the most I ever did. But yeah, it did not feel so fast when I was in the mobilizer. It felt kind of like it drug on, but then kind of once I was able to get out and felt like I could use my arm again for the most part, really gradually. Then it felt like you know I was making progress, and then I think I did bar muscle ups and ring muscle ups for the first time in like. January maybe, mm-hmm. maybe January and yeah, you ease your way good. back into it with yeah. like strict pull ups and stuff like that, yeah. and just just hanging from a bar and, mm-hmm. and stuff. What uh, when you were progressing through your rehab, did you have any doubts about getting back for the season? Um, kind of. Those thoughts would like pop in my head here and there, um, just because I've never had surgery before, and I would just remember how it felt before I had the surgery and it wasn't great. So it was just kind of, you know, hoping it would go back to normal and I'd be able to resume all my activities and not, you know, regress at all and just be able to 
keep building on what I had built before the surgery. Um, so yeah, it was a little bit overwhelming sometimes if I would like think too far ahead of, oh, I, you know, I have to be able to bring muscle ups again. I have to do handstand walks. I have to do all this stuff that would kind of stress me out if I would think too far ahead. So I would just really just try to focus on each day and then, um, modify the wads to, you know, be able to do something and just stay active and feel like I'm accomplishing something. Did it, did it ever wear on you? Like seeing the other competitors be at full strength and you just felt like you were miles behind. Like how did you overcome that mentally and like just taking it one day at a time? Or? Yeah. Yeah. That definitely did stress me out when I had to go, you know, back to using a PVC pipe from, I was snatching, I think 195 before my surgery. And then, so going back to zero pretty much. And like, I didn't even remember the last time, you know, I had, like when I started CrossFit, I don't even know what I started at, but it felt like I was starting at less. And so that was a little bit stressful. Um, and then like, I would ask my physical therapist, you know, like, Oh, how long until this? Like, when am I going to be able to do this and this? And they're like, Oh, it's different for everyone. <laughs> you know, we just have to progress each week and see how it goes. And so kind of the unknown was not great. Um, but yeah, just kind of like having to trust, you know, that the professionals know what they're talking about. And if you follow it, I'll be back to full strength. And there's really nothing else I could do besides, you know, just do all my exercises to the T and. And you did them like yeah. to a T every yes. day. I saw you just going very religiously. I was a great patient. Your bands, your dumbbells, your change plates, your mobility. It was all routine and consistent and. I think that is, you know, amazing in itself how you were able to just grind through all that knowing you had a long mountain to climb Yeah, trying to get back to compete. Yeah, it definitely helped. Everyone in the gym was, like, so supportive of anything or if I needed, like, help setting anything up um, and just, like, chatting very uplifting. No one was really negative at all, so that was definitely helpful. And I know I talked to you before I like, had the surgery when I was kind of, like, debating or a little bit nervous with it you were like fully confident that you're like, Oh yeah, you'll come back. You know, it won't be an issue. And so like, that was very comforting to have like morale behind you, you know? So I was real confident that you were going to come back because I mean, having some injuries myself in the past, knowing that sometimes you come back even stronger, which yeah. you did in a lot of ways. Um, do you think that your foundation with, uh, you know, playing sports growing up and then your all the strength you had built up with CrossFit, do you think that played a role with your quick recovery? Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's what the um, doctor said. And like anesthesia, um, they said that, you know, my health from before the injury really would exponentially help me recover from the injury. Um, and there was, I didn't get surgery for a while because that was kind of my own fault. Um, but I was doing a lot of the rehab to strengthen the muscles around my shoulder um, to kind of prepare for that. And so everything was pretty strong going into surgery. Um, and so, yeah, it definitely helped me accelerate at the backside of it. And then, you know, after surgery, you can still lift with your right arm or like whatever your uninjured arm is. Um, and there's like studies of like carryover effect, you know, like keeping one strong is going to help your opposite one recover faster. And that's kind of what I did with my MCL injury. Mm. I, you know, like kept working on my left leg and then 
when my right knee was better than it, I came back pretty fast. When did you hurt your knee? In college. Okay. When I was a sophomore. Yeah. I didn't have surgery, but hmm. yeah. So I knew that it would be doable. It would just like not be fun, obviously. My brother and my dad both had labrum surgery, so I kind of had an idea of what it would entail, entail so I wasn't very excited for that. Yeah. But... Yeah, time flew by pretty quick, and then, you know, before we knew it, it was game time, middle of February, the Open was there, we had uh, dumbbell power snatches, box jump overs, and wall walks, Yeah, and I know that was <laughs> probably a workout that made you a little nervous, Very so, much all right, so. we're attacking the shoulders week one, Yeah, but uh, no, it was a good workout for a team, and I think it was a good kickstart to the Open, everyone got to uh, revisit wall walks since that mm-hmm. was... Um, I think first in the year before is open. And so that was, that was good. And it was, it it was nice, you know, to not really put a ton of pressure on ourselves in the open right. this year. We just kind of got it done. Uh, still went hard, obviously. And just kind of trained through it, trained through it. Yep. Um, but this year's open was only three weeks. I can't remember. Was 21 three weeks or was that five? Yeah, I think it was, it was three weeks three last weeks as year well. too. Okay. Um, yeah, that's right. Cause it's it quarterfinals. Time, yep. Yeah. And then workout two, we had the deadlifts and burpees over the bar. We did that yeah. one together too. Oh yeah, yeah. You smoked me. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, you were doing them, which was all that mattered. Right. Getting scores on the board. Yeah, they were a little. My lungs weren't really ready for that. Neither was my back, honestly. A fun fact for everybody: um, Laura Phipps, who trains. Multiple times a day. She's uh, one of our master's athletes on, on Kilo Train. She actually won that workout worldwide for her age division. Oh um, and uh, she was training um, at Profit at the time when she did this. Uh, but um, either way, super cool. So shout out to Laura Phipps on the uh, win for uh, open workout 22.2. Yeah. Which is bad freaking ass. I mean, a win worldwide. I don't know if anybody else on the kilo trained has ever won a workout. I can't. I can't think of Colton. Colton Martins would be one. Maybe I can't remember if he ever has won one though. Yeah, I don't know. And the only other dudes would be Street and Luke that would come to mind. But I don't. I know. I know Street has won, and I think Luke has too. Won a regional level. Like like for the open, oh, like quick okay. in the region, yeah. coming first on something, but yeah, not not nothing worldwide. So yeah, shout out Laura Phipps, twenty two point two, and then twenty three or twenty two point three, we had some thrusters. Yep, and then we were on the rig. Was it yep. pull ups and then chest to bar, bar, bar muscle ups. ups. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I think the weights did, did they go? go up? I think they got heavier every. And then the reps went down for the bar muscle ups, or did, was it? Gosh, I can't remember what the... Yeah, look that up. I liked that workout. It was a great workout. Yeah, great workout. I know a lot of people were shooting for, I think, times under five minutes. And, oh gosh, it was... It could have been like 21, 15, 12, or 18, 15, 12 pull-ups chest to bar, bar muscle ups, and then those were the thruster ups too. Oh, it had the double unders in it. Did you say that? No, I did not say that. Okay. It was a 12 minute cap, 21 pull ups, 42 double unders, 21 thrusters, 
at 95.65. Okay. And then 18 chest bars, 36 double unders, 18 thrusters, 115.75. 15 bar muscle ups, 30 double unders, 15 thrusters, 135.85. Yep. Yeah. I remember the... Uh... The double unders were just like so irrelevant. They were just so... Yeah, that's right. Everyone got small. pissed off about the double unders being in there and the mm-hmm. set being so short. That's right. That's why I can't remember them because it was like they weren't even a yeah. part of the workout. Right. But yeah, no, that was a, it was still fun. I mean, uh, the gymnastics and the thrusters obviously were the test. But uh, I mean, that was a good one, you know, a good well-rounded workout. Obviously, you could have seen more volume with the double unders, but it was a good way to finish out the open. And then uh, getting into quarterfinals was a lot of fun uh, with the team workouts this year. Um, you, me, and Ben and Allie were taking on those, and we got them done pretty much in like two days. Yeah. Um, those workouts were. Not too terrible. I know we had a little roadblock on the first one. We we went with the strength, the strength wad first. It was uh, pretty much just a clean and jerk ladder, power yep. clean and jerks. Um, you and your partner each had to complete a certain amount of reps. I think it was just five, was, four, three, two, yeah. one. Yeah, and then the guys went through the whole thing before the girls could start. Yep. So um, I was definitely in the zone that <laughs> night. You know, just being at the first team, the true team workout we had, and. And uh, let's see, me and Ben were on our last bar. We got through, the, the bar weights were two or 185 for five reps, 205 for four reps, 225 for three reps, 245 for two reps, and then 275 for one rep. And we got through all the bars. And then the last one, Ben missed his jerk. And then he cleaned it again and went for another jerk, and I think he missed it. And I was like, "Oh shoot!" Yeah, I remember. <laughs> we have to Allie, restart. <laughs> Allie and I just like looked at each other, and I was just like, "We're stopping, right? Like, we're not gonna go." And then everyone redo, right? Yeah. And we're all just kind of like stopping and looking around. And Austin's like, "Cut! Like, we're we're good doing it." I didn't want. Uh, I I was. It was it was tough because like me and Ben, we were doing so good up until just one lift and Ben's elbow just kind of buckled on him a little bit. And, you know, as spent as you were at the end of that, you know, sprint, it was a sprint basically. Um, he just didn't quite have the gas for, for another rep, but we killed like 10 minutes, redid it and did almost as well. well. Yeah, Yeah. it was, it was good. We got through it. We were like three seconds slower, but it was no big deal. And then you and Allie crushed it too. And we had like a, Top five score yeah, in the, really in the country. Yeah, we really I was going to try to see if my app would load to show us what we got. Yeah, I know we were top. We had a really fast time. Mm-hmm. We were at top five score in the in the region for sure. Or the or the country. I don't even know what it was at that point. I think it was just our North American North America, region. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a good start. And then and then we actually did really well on the burpee run workout too. Yeah, which I was nervous for that one. Yeah, that was our endurance test and had a lot of shuttle runs. And then synchro burpees over a line, which was kind of strange, but Weird. Um, no, we finished strong on that. The next day was more fun. We got to do some handstand walking. Oh yeah, with and, the dumbbells. Yep, the dumbbell fence. lunges and handstand walk. And then dumbbell squats. Dumbbell front squats. Yep. And then pistols, right? Yep, and pistols. Yeah. That was a good test. It was, and that was a male female pair. Right. So I forget who was paired with who. You were with Ben, I, was I think. Ben, yep. So flies. Ben was killing that one with the handstand walk. You, yeah, you were trying to keep up. Couldn't squat fast enough. Right. So basically, the female pair, the female person, had to do their squats while the male would handstand walk, 
And so each round, the round one was like the lunges, round mm-hmm. two was the squats, round three was the pistols. And yeah, you had the tough end of the stick there being yeah. paired with Ben because he was just running on his hands. Right. And then me and Allie were pretty even with each other. So that was a good workout for us too. All the quarterfinal workouts we, we did yeah, pretty dang good on. they were pretty good for us. Um, and then let's see, fourth test was the, oh, this one sucked. The rope climb, box jump. Oh my Snatches. God. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst workout. Like, I just hated it. It's all coming back. And that hurt. That hurt. The music wasn't very loud, so it was just like my breathing. Everyone could hear Deidre breathing <laughs> on this workout. Me and Ben could hear her breathing. So bad. Our judges could hear her breathing. I think the people watching on the bikes could hear her breathing. Probably. It was the music. So it was awful. I was like, can no one turn it up right now? You and Allie had to start on the toes to bar synchro, mm-hmm. 40 synchro toes to bar, and then 30 synchro box jumps. Yep. On a tall box, wasn't it? Yeah, you guys had to jump on a 24. Okay. Yeah. And then 20 synchro snatches with a heavy dumbbell. You guys had to use 50s. Yeah. And then 10 rope climbs together, yep. right? Uh, in or between the two. 10 total. total. Yep. And then you had to go back. Up the hill, yeah. 20 snatches, synchro, 30 box jumps, synchro, and, and 40 synchro toast bar. bar. And that back half was oh killer. My God. Going from the rope back to the dumbbell power snatch, normally I love a dumbbell power snatch. But then after the rope, I was like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> don't love it so much. Yeah, that one hurt. And I remember, so you, you were fighting for your life on that workout. <laughs> Fighting for your life. Lungs were collapsing. I was redlining. I was like, I don't know what people talk about, you know, like redlining during that workout on the box jumps. I go, yep, this is what redlining is. You were redlined for a good six minutes. Yeah. Yeah. From the last rope climb till the last toe to bar, you were, Mm -hmm. heart rate was over 200. Yeah. Is it against the rules to have your inhaler in the middle of the workout? I don't think so. Because we could have given you your inhaler. That would have been good. Yeah, that maybe would have helped. I remember doing toes bar, and one of my hands kept slipping off the bar, and you know, like I'd almost like fall because it would fall off. And in my head, I was like, "Just let me fall to the ground." Like, yep. And then, so me and Ben were up. We were like, "All right, we gotta, we gotta yes, make up some yeah, ground. We gotta, gotta get gotta going." Make up for that. And I was holding Ben back on that one a little bit to start because Ben can motor through really any number of toes to bar. So I'm like, "All right, Ben, we gotta do this in two sets. I'll get to thirty, and then we we'll chip off ten more." And that roasted me. So right from the get-go there, <laughs> I, was, I wasn't I was redlined, but it was like, okay, we're at a tough pace. The box jumps got tough. And then, you know, we kind of found a little bit of a groove. The rest of the workout was was okay, but the toes bar at the end definitely got tough for me and Ben. I know the box jumps were tough on Ben, too. He kept touching his knees, oh, which yeah. was illegal. I think he only did that like two or three times. Yeah, Liam had a no-rep us. Yeah, I was like, Liam, what the fuck, man? Like, well, what's with the no-rep? He's like, Ben touched his knees. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> so that was frustrating, but kind of funny looking back on it. Me and Ben would laugh about that now. But uh, no, we finished pr- still pretty strong on that one. That one was just a tough workout. It was, yeah. it was a really good test. Yeah, it was. Really good test. Um, and then the final workout was kind of like the last open workout. We had some... Thrust. It was like a two. Oh yeah. Well, gosh, it was. I want to say thrusters, chest to bar, thrusters, muscle ups. Yes, that sounds right. And, and the, the it was thruster, light and heavy again. Yeah, the weight went up again. Twenty-seven thrusters, I believe. Yep. Twenty-one chest to bar. 
15, I think it was 15 thrusters yeah, at the end, and muscles. then nine ring muscle-ups. And it yeah. went, was it male, female, male, female? That sounds that right. right. Yep. Yeah, and we, we worked through that one good. Um, you know, the repetitions kind of played out for us really well um, across the board, so it was a strong finish for us, and... You know, looking at the finish that Kilo 2 had last year in the quarterfinal to this year, we kind of surprised ourselves. Oh, yeah. You know, honestly, going into the season, like, okay, our goal is just to make it to a semifinal. Since the year before, it was like, okay, the team didn't quite make the cut, which is a bummer. I mean, obviously, we, you guys faced some injuries. Mm-hmm. I was individual that year, so, you know, I, would, I didn't really have any hands on the team. But, I mean, you guys had a good team. It was just a bummer. You know, you got hurt. Katie got hurt right in the middle of quarterfinals, yeah. so it was tough to finish. And Tawny came in off the... Off the bench, came out of the bullpen. Yeah. You guys had to redo, redo like, like three, three workouts, workouts three times. <laughs> but uh, no, going into this year, um, yeah, we surprised the heck out of ourselves finishing top 19th. 20. Finished yeah. 19th in the in North America, which was really good. Got our hopes up that it's like, all right, if we have a similar performance at semifinals, we might have a chance to right. qualify out of the game. So we got placed for the Mid-Atlantic uh, semifinal. Uh, which I knew it was going to be fun, even though we were hoping for Minnesota. But honestly, like looking back, it's like, okay, once you get through the drive to Tennessee, right. the MAC is a great event. And, um, you know, the worst part of that whole trip was just the drive out there. Yeah, just driving. Honestly, just the drive home. The drive out there wasn't awful, but the drive home was just long and my back was so tight after those dumbbell cleans. Yeah, the drive that there was- sucked because I started the drive there. And I know it was my idea, like, okay, we're going to leave at 3.50 a.m., but I wanted to get a good head start, because it was a long freaking drive. Yeah, it was. And I was just, you know, I felt like I was kind of, I don't know, I was on I was on a road high, and then it was raining also at four in the morning, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, we're not even to Missouri yet, and this already sucks, but we got through the drive. We stopped in Nashville. Stopped. That helped. Yeah, we got to see Street. Yeah. So shout out Street Horner. Thank you again for letting us drop into CrossFit Nashville, East, East CrossFit Nashville, Nashville okay. East Nashville. Something like that. Yep, something like that. Great gym. Huge gym. Mm-hmm. It's like four times the size of Kilo 2. And they have everything you can imagine because that's where um, the Proven Camp is and uh, headed by TN Shane. So they had all the toys. So we got to practice some of the semifinal workouts. They had the um, sticky ropes. They had the sticky ropes to boost practice, our confidence, yeah. and obviously our ropes at the gym are the um, poly ropes that are a little slipperier, so once we got on a um, brown manila rope, it was like, wow, we feel yeah. like... Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Climbing fast. So yeah, Street hooked us up. We got some good uh, good training in there, but uh, leading up to semifinals, we kind of ran into another speed bump when we were testing some workouts from the syndicate crown which is the competition that was a week before the mac and that you know was also another semifinal. and so we were doing those workouts and just kind of sizing ourselves up against those teams and uh while we were doing that uh ben ran into a little bit of a back injury when we were working with this with the with the worm which was super unfortunate with the timing but uh, we had an alternate ready to roll in Brandon Hornback. So Brandon made the trip with us out to uh, Tennessee and filled in. So yeah, our team was a little different. We kind of had to uh, wing had like it. Three 
We maybe met three times max before we went. Or maybe it was just like I think it was like twice. once or twice. Yeah. I think we just met on a Saturday and maybe a Sunday, like one weekend. Yeah, that sounds we right. We practiced the workouts. Yeah, and... practiced the worm. And then that was when we couldn't get our chest to bars work. Mainly yep. I couldn't. <laughs> and, and then Brandon couldn't. Yeah, it was Brandon kind of like couldn't. a chain reaction. <laughs> like I think every one of us forgot how to do a butterfly chest to bar. And so that was like, okay, what the hell is going on right now? Like, I, <laughs> you looked at me first. You're like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, well, let's just hop up there and do you're another like, Keep set. doing it. We'll do it again. And then, and then me and Brandon hopped up there. And then Brandon and me were off sync. You're like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. And it's like, all right, all of us are not doing chest bars. And workout number two has yeah. 20, 25 chest bar synchro. And so we ended up doing like 200 chest bars. Yeah. My biceps were pretty sore after that. Yeah, so, but I mean, I think after 200 practice reps, we figured we it out. Got a few good ones. Got a few good ones. So, yeah, I wouldn't say we were super confident going into semifinals because of some of those setbacks. Mm-hmm. Ben gets hurt. Some of our skills are kind of missing at the time. Um, but we check in. And what do you remember from the check in and behind the scenes? Um, we, we had a kick ass Airbnb. Yeah. Our Airbnb was pretty sweet. We had Maokat to hang out with. Yeah, so Maokat was just not kind of like kind of astray, but also yeah. not astray. Just like a little outside cat that mm-hmm. would hang around and meow a lot. Yep. Um, but check in, we got those noble fanny packs. Yep. I was pretty pumped about that. The fanny packs were cool. And then the towels were nice because we really need those in the summer. Yes. When our hands are so sweaty. Um, what else we get? I think that's it, right? That's all we got. got a t-shirt. Yeah, we got a t-shirt. t-shirt. And then we didn't really hang around there much. We just kind of checked it out and then we left to go work out because we needed to get our bodies moving. Yeah. Yeah. After the car ride, taking a day off, um, we did a team workout at Rocky Rocky Top CrossFit, which is another enormous gym, Mm -hmm. probably twice as two to three times as big as Kilo two. And, uh, you know, those went well. Yeah. We, I think we definitely Chester found our groove. Chest bars came together. Snatch technique was on point and we were feeling good. Um, so yeah, day one of semifinals, we had the snatch ladder and then we had a warm workout, but the snatch ladder was a great event for us. Yeah. We took a top five, took fourth in that. Um, I tied my snatch PR and hit 275. Brandon... Brandon, actually, when I go back and look at the videos, um, his snatch looked better than mine, but he just didn't stand it up. Okay. I was like, I don't really remember it. Yeah. I mean, I just kind of... see Allie and I were behind the curtain and they like were yelling at us because we were trying to like peek out and look. Yeah. I went back and watched the video and like I, you know, saved a 275. It wasn't that pretty, but Brandon looked awesome throughout the entire ladder. Rep one looked like his final rep. Um, but yeah, his first attempt at 275 looked money. He just, uh, I guess didn't pull it back far enough and missed it forward, which was a bummer because he looked so good through that snatch ladder. So he finished with 265. I hit 275 and then Allie was firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. She was PRing like every week leading up to semifinals and then goes out and hits 175 or yeah, 180. I think 175. Yeah. That was her. And yeah. your ladder ended at what? 185? Yes. Which you... Went back. Oh, no, did it end at 180? No, it was a, it was a 185. I think it was 185. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, you had no problem with that. And then you kind of were uncertain about 
the eleventh platform, yeah. which weight you do, because you had hit two hundred pounds not long before that in right. training, and but it was like, okay, is it worth the risk? Right. So like, I hit it once. Yep, you hit it once in tr- in practice. I mean, I knew you were gonna have some adrenaline, but still, it's like, okay, that last platform, you're a little fatigued. Mm-hmm. So tell us about that. What was going through your head on that one? Um. Well, after you clear the last bar, then you go weight and they ask you for your weight that you wanted to put on the final bar and I remember having this like dialogue with the lady who's like wait and I thought she was saying like w-a-i-t like wait here so I say okay and she's like wait and I was like I got it like I'm not gonna move and she's like what weight and I was like is she asking me how much I weigh (laughs) and then I was like oh my god she thinks I'm so dumb I was like um I was like 195 because I was in between 190 and 195 and before that like I always feel pretty comfortable hitting like 190, 195 and so I said 195 and then go out there and I think I was just, it was our first event and like the biggest stage I had been on so I think my nerves must have just been a little much because I go set up for the bar and I pulled it and I didn't, I caught it forward and I could tell I wasn't going to make it. So I was like halfway standing up. And in my head I was like, I got to get the bar down and reset because I can't <laughs> save this. And I was like, can I got to go fast? So I pull the bar down. I hit the sign that has the numbers. <laughs> I was like, this is a great start. Hit that, roll it back really quick. And then pulled it and hit it. Uh, I was like, thank God. This would have been so embarrassing to start the weekend like that. I was watching you from... Like the walkway, like the catwalk all by myself. I was super nerd. I just had to be alone. Like yeah. my, I was coming down from all the adrenaline I had and I had a similar weird experience too at that 11th platform. Yeah. She was like, what weight do you want? And I said, I was trying to like be a little clever. Like I want to do 280 pounds, but the minimum was 285. And she's, oh. she said, okay, 280. I'm like, yep, 280. <laughs> and she goes over and she's like, 280 tells the people and they're like, Looking at her all funny because they're like, wait a second, isn't 285 the minimum? And then she comes back and she's like, oh, the minimum is 285. I'm like, all right, damn it. I thought I could pull a fast one on you because <laughs> the minimum weight that had to be 285, but that was a little bit in my head and I wanted just to do 280, but long story short, didn't pull 285. But when I was watching Deidre, I was very confident you were just going to go out there and smoke 195. And then I saw you just <laughs> smash this so sign. <laughs> But you managed to roll the barbell back on the platform and you're the only athlete to hit your second attempt on the 11th platform. It was fast. Like, you, you, you had not have much time. We had a 20-second window and you probably had five seconds between your setup and to get the lift overhead. Yeah. I just remember when I... I didn't see where the clock was when I hit the sign and I was like, all I know is I don't have much time. So I just like didn't think, rolled it back and then just pulled it and then it was like a normal snatch so that was good but oh my gosh no pressure yeah (laughs) well at that point I was just like dude you better hit this like everyone is counting on this but like when you would go down for the snatch when I like looked up the camera was just right right in front of my face and I think that just kind of messed with me that first time I wasn't expecting it yeah it's definitely weird I uh I don't know. I just kind of feel like it's hard to fix my gaze on stuff. So I don't really have too big of an issue with it. It's almost like I zone out in a way and go like kind of blind when I'm out lifting in in a crowd. But um, no, I was like 
at the lowest of lows when I watched you miss your first attempt. I'm like, damn it. Oh, we're going to take a lump on this one now. And then you hit, I'm like, highest of highs. More <laughs> excitement than I had when I hit 275. I was like, yes, yes. I and know, yeah. We all hit the numbers we wanted to hit. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we'll see, we'll see what happens. And we were hoping for a top 10 and then we get fourth on that event. It was like, wow, off to a good start. Right. And then, you know, from there we just kind of kept it rolling. Um, yeah. Event two, I think we took like fifth or sixth. Yeah. I think we did pretty well on that one too. Yeah. I know I lost my temper on that workout and we had some shout outs on Instagram. Like the guys on Kilo two are assholes. Like they just yell at their girls so much and I was like, I didn't even hear it because I came to the gym one day and you're like, oh, I need to apologize for a workout too. <laughs> and I was just like, what are you talking about? And then I read those Instagram comments and this guy was so dramatic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in the heat of competition, the juices are flowing and I get into it and I'm, I'm rooting you guys on, right. getting you going. And sometimes that can just be misinterpreted for, for yeah. hatred. And at the end of the day, it's all love. But uh, no, we took like a fifth on the event too, which we were smoking the worm. We had put in yeah. a lot of worm time the going worm, up to semifinals. We would, yeah, we made up some ground because I remember we went back and watched that mm-hmm. video and we were moving that worm pretty well. Yeah, worm cleaning jerks were our thing last season for sure. Uh, so yeah, I took top five on event two, which we were cycling through the chest of bars good, wall balls good. Event three, we had the Legus rope climb and thruster and that was a good event for us. Yeah. I mean, we... You were a little concerned about the legless, mm-hmm. you know, kind of going through practice, and so was I, um, especially since Ben was out. You know, Ben was, if any of you have seen Ben climb a rope legless, you'll know that there's nobody near as good as him climbing a rope legless, um, unless you're talking, you know, some other individual games athletes maybe, but Ben's rope climb ability is insane. So not having Ben on that workout kind of hurt the team a little bit, but uh, we managed to, I think, pull out another, like, ninth or eighth place on that one uh and then event four we had the running muscle up handstand walk clean and jerk handstand walk relay Mm -hmm. which was a fun event that was fun and we all performed very well in that one and took like another top six or seven ish i forget where we finished on that one but it was a pretty good finish um i know Allie performed very well on that one for her she was a little uh in her head about the muscle ups um, she'd been working really hard on her ring muscle-ups leading up to semifinals, and she performed as well as she could have on the rings, and that really saved our ass as a team on that event, and she came through in the clutch and brought it home for us on that relay. Brandon got us off to a great start because that dude so can fast. run as fast as the wind, and he was hauling ass in that true form to get you going. So it was just a really good uh, relay for the team there. And then going into the final day, uh, we were sitting in fourth place, and then we ran into a little adversity on workout five, which wasn't really anybody's fault, or we didn't no. really. It was just one of those things where it was like, oh, we sh- remember. Okay, that was the two part one, mm-hmm. right? And so that we just kind of messed up mess. the order. That was yeah. a mess of a workout. The workout was just everybody complained about that workout. It was over programmed. It was. I mean, I don't even want to explain the workout. You. It was a two part workout, and. Long story short, at the end of the workout, the teams had to do 20 warm push press and one person would go do toes to bar 
and then come back to the worm. You would advance the worm for 20 more push press. A different person would go back to the toes to bar and come back 20 more push press, et cetera, et cetera, until you get through everybody. Well, I don't think anybody finished that workout. Mm-hmm. So it was either a poorly programmed, poorly tested, all the above. But that was my fault as like captain calling, you know, the wrong order of the toes to bar where, okay, knowing that nobody was going to finish the workout, we should have had me and Brandon go first on the toes to bar there. Instead, we went reverse. We put the ladies first on that, just thinking, okay, they'll be a little bit fresher yeah. for the toes to bar, you know, thinking strategy there. Thinking we'd get through Thinking it. we'd get through more. Because we but, didn't practice, but then yeah. when we got there, the transitions were so long. Long that transitions. That it just ate up so much time. And yeah. then we didn't realize, you know, that, oh my gosh, we're almost at cap. Yeah, no, that was, so that was, yeah, definitely a leadership error on my part, not getting the time down and realizing that, okay, we only have two minutes to work here. We got to, we got to switch up the game plan a little bit, but I was fucking dying on yeah. that workout. Uh, the first half had rowing and burpee box jump overs and, oh yeah, dumbbell. The, the dumbbell. <laughs> we got to throw you some love on that one because you were the only chick out there doing 60 pound dumbbell squat cleans. And we're, yeah, they were squat cleans. They yep. weren't, yeah, so yeah, we were touching the ground, cleans. squat cleans. So yeah, I was, yeah, that was, that was rough. That was rough. I was like, mm-hmm. Deidre, can you do 60 pound squat cleans, you think? And the warm beer, I'm like, Deidre, what if you took some of my reps? That'd be awesome. And yeah, I got out of rowing, so it was a, it was a good deal. It was a good deal. It Me and Brandon were like, all right, we'll do all the rowing. Yeah. And trade out if you do some of yeah. the 60 pound, pound squat And I remember cleans. like going to it. And it was on camera. My mom asked me, she goes, did you go to the wrong place? <laughs> and I was like, no. I was like, we worked at a deal. I was supposed to go there. I bet everybody in the crowd was like, what is this team doing? Why are they having a girl on the heaviest pair of dumbbells? Like, their guys must be real pussies. And <laughs> it's okay. We did what was best yeah. for the team. But uh, no, so we didn't finish all that well in that one. We finished like middle of the pack. But only having 20 teams in the semifinal, if you're, you know, 10th or 11th place, Obviously, you missed out on a good amount of points. So, going into the final event at semifinals, we were in sixth. Yeah, we were on the chopping. We were on the outside looking in. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but the week before, which was in my mind, was individual Will Morad, Mm -hmm. who was in like eighth or ninth, eighty points back, something like that. He was a lot of points back. A lot wins. The final event to get a hundred points, and the dude he had to pass up ended up, you know, finishing a l- far enough down where Will Morad sneaks in and qualifies mm-hmm. to the game. So I'm like, all right, you know, Street actually was there at the semifinal, you know, cheering us on and cheering on his teammates from the proven t- uh, proven track, and and I'm like, all right, man, we're gonna have to go out Will Morad this one right now. Yeah. And it was uh, it was a good workout for mm-hmm. us, guy girl pairs. Uh, two people go and synchronize handstand pushups from a deficit to go synchronize bar muscle ups. And then we do some warm thrusters. We switch spots, handstand pushups, bar muscle ups, more thrusters. And we kicked ass on that event. Yeah, we had to, we had to fly. We had to fly. We had to go. And, uh, I thought our pacing was perfect. Our thrusters were money. We got no rep once or twice, but we didn't let Mm -hmm. it get in our heads and, Kept moving that bag fast, and uh, the team that we had to beat was Coda CrossFit out of Colorado, and uh, they have a really good team uh, led by Kevin Schutz, and and I knew it wasn't going to be an easy task, but uh, when we were advancing the worm to 
our last station and going back for our last round, I peeked over to the lane they were in and saw them a fair amount behind us. And I was like, all right, you guys, I think, I mean, I didn't say this to anybody, but I had a good feeling in my stomach, like, okay, let's finish strong here. And I think we're, I think we're in. So we did just that. We finished strong. We hustled our ass to the finish line. We beat CrossFit Mayhem Independence in that workout, which was kick ass too, Mm because they were kicking everyone's ass on everything else. But to beat them on the last one was fun. Um, so I think we finished like third or fourth on that one. And then I go to the, we're on the finish mat and the finish stage mm-hmm. and streets there. And he's looking at me and I'm like, smile, like, dude, I think we did. And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, what the fuck you mean? You don't know. Like what's going on here? What am I missing? We beat Coda CrossFit. He's like, yeah, but the team next to you, CrossFit AB won or got second. One or got second. I think they got second because did Camel win? Camel won that event. Yeah. Camel Athletics. And he's like, CrossFit AB got second, so they got a lot of points, and they were only a few points behind you guys in seventh or eighth. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, let me see your phone, and I'm adding up all the points in my head. I'm like, okay, we got we got fourth place in that one, so we got this many points. They got this many points. Coda got this many points, and I'm like. I think we're in, dude. I think we beat the teams we need to beat by like five or ten points. I think we're in. I think we got fifth. He's like, all right, I think so too. <laughs> I'm like, no so one was sure. Nobody <laughs> was sure. So we were all standing there, and then and then obviously after the after the fact, you know, we heard about the announcers um, messing it up, messing everything up. You know, they thought that CrossFit AB yeah qualified. They were between like two other teams and like didn't even mention us. Right, CrossFit. They were thinking CrossFit West Chase Red got in and CrossFit AB got in, um, but. They were announcing it all, first place, second place, third place, and then the last team to qualify to the games crossed for Kilo 2, and it was like, oh, we lost our minds. And It was insane. That was like the most, I don't know, the most nervous I've ever been. And then when they said our names, I think that was probably the happiest I've ever been. So like hear that, because everyone starts with CrossFit. So you're like, okay, CrossFit, and then you gotta wait. And I was like, please make a K noise. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I was... It was a very surreal moment. Yeah. And you were so in the zone. Like everyone else is screaming and you're just like straight face. Yeah. I was trying to process what was going on. I still was like counting points up in my head just over and over again. To make Trying clear. to convince myself like, all right, this is, this is really us. Like there's no mistakes. Like I didn't want the guy on the announcement like, oh wait, we actually had an error counting up the points. You know, I was just thinking of every worst case scenario right. you know but you know once it set in it was just like the best feeling right you know i haven't had that feeling since 2015 you know qualifying to the games back then with the team and and uh so yeah that was such a cool moment and even more special just because it was like a from a gym that like i was part of starting that so. yeah that your own gym and then you have a team going and so that was probably the coolest moment of the season and yeah. And, uh, and then what was also cool, uh, well, I mean, kind of cool and uncool after, you know, we had qualified, you know, a couple weeks went by and whatnot. And we had found out that, uh, some teams had failed drug tests mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit, hopefully we're not one of them. And you know, it's like, okay, I know I'm a clean athlete. I don't take any PEDs and, but still it's like, you hear these horror stories of, Oh, my supplements were tainted, blah, 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 which is bullshit 99% of the time. And, you know, you still can't help but wonder, uh uh-oh, I really hope that didn't happen to me. Like, this would be so embarrassing. You know, when you just see these things happen, and obviously now, you know, 
you have dudes like Andrew Hiller making it, you know, oh, it's such a big deal. So public, yeah. Right. And so it's like, but then we found out, you know, okay, the two teams that popped were not us, which was, okay, just a breath of fresh air, even though we knew we were clean. It's still like a little nerve wracking. And then it was cool to see CrossFit AB yeah. qualify and CrossFit West Chase Red qualify. So that was, it was good for them. It would have been nice to stand on the podium. Yes, it would have been nice. Third place. It would have been nice. So all you motherfuckers out there taking PEDs, I don't like you, and <laughs> stop doing it because it's cheating, you know. And that's why I'm a big believer that CrossFit should increase this penalty to a lifetime ban. Motherfuckers will think twice about cheating and taking PEDs. Yeah. Such as my. And then like one of the people that popped was the was a coach or owner of one of the gyms right yeah there was a bunch of drama there and and i was just like i remember asking i was like could you imagine if you popped not once but your b sample tested positive as well and you're like no i didn't do it no i didn't do it you get proven wrong two times and then have to go in front of your class and coach i was like yeah that was, i don't know how people do that that was a bad deal for that gym and you know just it's just, it's just, it's, it's worse too, because again, like you said, we had an, we had a moment stolen from us. Mm-hmm. We should have been on the podium in third place and that was really uncool. But you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we qualified as fifth, but we actually took third, um, knowing that some teams didn't play by the rules and that's just, you know, the way it goes. Yeah. Um, but all in all we had qualified and it was a absolutely awesome weekend yeah it was so we had a lot of s'mores to celebrate yeah we celebrated with s'mores and And ice cream ice cream and pizza and margaritas we watched stranger things yep and uh hung out with malcat and what we do oh yeah john wayne gacy yeah we were just netflixing we were just chilling in our airbnb out in the middle of the country of tennessee and chilling with malcat and Having ourselves a good time before the long drive back and the start of games training, which, yeah. you know, we were getting after it with, with the team that uh, had qualified. And then, bam, we run into <laughs> another injury. And yeah. Brandon had hurt his knee uh, playing tennis. So we were like, oh, oh, like Ben was still recovering from his back injury. And. It's like, all right, Ben. You know, you got to be, you got to be ready to roll here. Like, one of you has to be ready yeah, to roll. Someone's got to go because Someone, they're going. Someone's got to go. But uh, no. Long story short, Ben, Ben got back and got healthy. Um, I know I ran into a little, little problem there too going into the games with some knee bursitis and some IT band syndrome. But uh, we managed to limp our way through the games and. There were a lot of workouts of the games, but I mean, we can run through them briefly here. And yeah. first one was, I mean, they were all fun tests. Like that yeah. was, that was a cool part of the games. Like the games was. All the workouts were great. They were great. And so um, what we can do is we can answer our first question that we got from uh, the Instagram. And that was, what was it like behind the scenes of the games? So I'll let you talk a little bit about that. Um. Well, we had to be there on Monday, and we didn't compete Which was till, stupid. Yeah, we didn't compete till Wednesday. So it was kind of early and just kind of added to it. But honestly, the week went by pretty fast. Yeah, it flew. Um, but yeah, when we went there, we, we got checked in, and then they bring you, your team, back um, to like the Noble locker room, which was super cool. We each had our own cubby 
with like our names and our outfits laid out. And then they had um, they were like, they were full size cubbies yes. too. So try to try to paint a picture like it was like a lights like out a room. room. It was a, a really nice dressing room, but it was almost like we were in like a show. Yes, you know, like it, the lighting was very specific, and it was like we were on like a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. The, our cubbies were full size, like huge, like NFL size locker rooms. Had our name tags on them. Yep. Had all of our gear laid out. And then they they had like people working there that brought us two more bags of stuff. And they were standing out there like, oh, how's everything fit? Do you need different sizes? Try on this. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then they would like pack up your clothes and your shoes in the bag for you. So I think you and I were on different ends of the spectrum with, in terms of enjoying that experience. I was living my best life. It was cool. Like, I'm not going to lie. It was a cool experience, but you know... Me, who I am, I'm like, all right, I give me give me one pair of shoes, give me a t-shirt, give me a pair of shorts, good enough. They gave us a ton of stuff. Probably, I added it up. It was $4,500 for each person. And merchandise. With all the noble merch we got. It was a lot of stuff. They gave us a duffel bag full of crap, a quote-unquote drop bag, which if any of you have played like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a hamper type thing. It was, if you guys have ever seen a baseball bag to put like catcher's gear in and the bats and the balls, it looked like that. Mm -hmm. It was like a zip tie at the top, but like a big string and big old strap. So we had that, a big duffel bag, and then our... And a backpack. And a backpack, a noble backpack. And and another fanny pack. And then this locker room full of shit. So after our check-in experience, then we go through... And take pictures. Take pictures. And then... Which was cool. I they, mean, yeah, because they had a professional photographer there. They had they knew what they were doing. They positioned you, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Do this," and it was pretty easy. It was easy. Yeah, they. And then uh, we had to put all of our stuff into the car. Yes, <laughs> that was before that. We had to go through the other line of collecting stuff, like mm-hmm. the little gift cards, gift card Some from Rogue, boxes. and other little goodies. Yeah, we got two belts. Yeah, we did. I forgot about that. Yeah, the belts were... And grips. Grips. And another Yeti water bottle. Yeti water bottles. So we got one at the Mac there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got that for fifth place. So to say we got a lot of stuff is an understatement. And we carpooled on the way up. Mm-hmm. But did Allie go... Then, Allie went then up Then Allie had a... Yeah. Allie had to come had back to get with... get in our car. Yeah. Colton, like, left. Oh, yeah. Colton had to do his bike thingy. Oh, yeah. Get bike fitted. Um... So we were loading our car and I don't know, we were driving like a SUV style car, a little a mini one. SUV, yeah. yeah. And if you were to look in the vehicle, you could not see the I girls know. in the back seat. <laughs> they were holding bags on their laps, shoulders and like above their face and I was just continually trying to stuff luggage into their laps because it was already full in the trunk and then Ben in the front seat was Holding bags on his lap up to the ceiling in the car. I was the only one that didn't have to driving. had to hold shit because I was driving. But I thought that was fun. Yeah. Just seeing everybody <laughs> super uncomfortable to drive back to the house. And then, yeah, then we got settled into our nice little suburban house Airbnb. And Did a little grocery shopping. Yep. Got some groceries. Got a uh, good night's sleep. And the next day we got our bikes fitted, mm-hmm. which is fun. Yeah. It was a really nice bike. Yeah. It was like a $3,000 bike from Trek. Got our own helmets. Yeah. And uh, got to test the the course for the workout Wednesday, and 
got briefed and then and then we ripped it. We yeah. the wad was uh, bike a mile, one with one pair uh, male female pair and then the other pair push Big Bob and then do some synchro toes to bar and we did that like three times and. Big Bob was heavy. Big Bob With was heavy. With the two-person push. Mm-hmm. When we first all pushed it down the field, it wasn't so bad. But nope. then that two-person push. I'm glad that hard. we were paired up together. Yeah. I was lucky I got I got to be with you. No offense, Allie. <laughs> no offense. Um, but yeah, we we did we did okay on that workout. I mean... It was it was like one of our worst finishes. Of the it was one of our worst finishes. But I think we expected other people to die off. We did. And that didn't happen. And it didn't happen. And so we was... were like smart on the push down because we thought everyone else was going to be dumb. Mm-hmm. But then it turns out... You, you couldn't really pace it. You should you could have just push it. Right. And, you know, it's like hindsight's twenty twenty. Should yeah. we have started really fast in that workout and then tried to hold on? It's like, yes. But honestly, I'm proud of how we executed on that workout. Yeah. You know, and at that point, it was like, okay, wake up call. You're at the CrossFit Games. Every team here, you know, is made up from a bunch of rock stars. So that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were to throw us in a semifinal setting on that workout, I do. I think we take a top five. I do. I think we, cause we were rolling through our toes to bar. We were moving big Bob as well as anybody. Yeah. And we were, you know, it's not like we were biking slow. It just was hard to gain up ground on that workout yeah, because was. it was, it just got spread out so quick. Um, and then, you know, you're dealing with transitions and all sorts of stuff, but you know, even though that was one of our worst finishes, it was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a games workout. Very unconventional since you're on a, a, a bike outside. You know, it's just it's just different. Mm-hmm. And then, let's see, late, and then we had a little rain. So we were supposed to run and lift that, that day, too. Oh, right. So yeah. that got, so that was the next day. So we actually just had a Coliseum event that night, and it was worm burpees, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, one person would go do pegboards. One other person would go do dips on the parallel bars and dip walks, which is a new twist, which was cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, we had a decent finish on that workout. Um, you know, we, we ran into some hiccups on, you know, different parts of that workout, but it was like another one of those workouts where it's like, okay, we, we did pretty darn good. And looking back is like, oh man, the teams that, that beat us. They're just really good. Yeah. And, you know, it was like, we're just happy to be here in a lot of ways. Right. So I remember we, that Coliseum was really cool the first time. It was awesome. We got to run out there. And it felt so much more compact because, like, I've been a, in the stands watching and mm-hmm. the floor looks so big when you're looking at it. Yeah. But then when you're on the floor, it feels like everyone is just, like, on top of you. Yeah, it was kind of claustrophobic. Was, yeah. Like, we were doing burpees and it felt like we were just laying right like, next right to their next teams. To, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was a different experience honestly the floor at semifinals felt a little bit bigger it did but it was still so much fun yeah you know and and i think we were just happy like you know we're not getting top five finishes but i think we were just happy to be there and just really embracing it and celebrating it yes and it was just a great experience absolutely and you know we were in the lead on that workout like the majority of times we got a lot of Mm -hmm. cool camera time which was awesome for our fans and uh yeah, it was a great way to end the first day. And then day number two, we got to lift and run, yep. which, again, we exceeded our expectations in the lift. Um, I was a little nervous for the front squat. So the so one guy had to do a jerk from the rack. One guy had to front squat, and the girls did the same thing. The girls started, and yep. you guys did awesome. You were you tied for the heaviest front squat. Yep. 
Yeah, for I all PR'd the girls. my front squat by 15 pounds. Yep. It's a good time to PR. Awesome time to PR. <laughs> Allie, I think, PR'd her. She PR'd her jerk. PR'd her jerk. Yep. And one funny thing about that was when we were briefed, we were told that, okay, while the girls are lifting, the guys would have a warm-up rack to stay warm on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I don't really have to do any warm-ups you know, in the back. I'll just wait till we're out on the field and I'll start warming up there. And then we were told on the field, oh, yeah, fellas, you don't have your warm-up rack anymore. You have a 115-pound bar that you can use. And I'm like, oh, great, 115-pound bar on the floor that I have to – power clean and then do some front squats. So I get to have a 220 pound jump for my opener. Yeah. And so I was like, Deidre's going to front squat more than me here. This is <laughs> going to be super embarrassing. And, but, uh, no, luckily a little adrenaline kicked in and I matched an old PR for the front squat yeah. there and Ben PR is jerk. So, but at the games, obviously there's some other heavy hitters and I think we finished like middle of the pack on that one, which is still pretty yeah. good. We were like 15th out of the 40 teams. Yeah. So, it was a good finish for us, mm-hmm. especially when you're looking down the field and you're seeing, you know, there was a girl there, I think, that she jerked over 300 pounds. And Did she really? I think the winning jerk for the females was oh my God. close to 300, yeah. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Might have to go back and look, but I want to say... I, I thought I, it was like 265. Maybe, maybe it was that. Maybe I'm I feel like blowing that one out of proportion a, a little bit, but I could have swore some chick put up close to 300, if not 300. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll look it up later. We should look that up later. But regardless, you had the best front squat. Tied tied for first or at least tied for second. Yeah, maybe tied for second. I think someone hit 305 and then Kelsey Keel and I hit 300. That's right. Yep. And then and then we'd run the mile. Yeah. Or we had to run, we had to run two miles. Yep. So the mile was all four of us had to run together holding a rope. Mm-hmm. And then... After the first mile, two people stopped to rest, and then two continued. So me and Allie continued on mile two, and then Deidre and Ben uh, finished up the third mile. And we did pretty damn good on that one, too. Yeah. You PR'd your mile, was, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was happy with that. I was very nervous because you and Allie are phenomenal runners. And so I was like, just going to try not to get drugged by the rope. Yeah, um, I only felt like I had to tug the rope like once or twice. But overall, you kicked ass on that workout, and and you ran hard. And honestly, when me and Allie were on mile two, I felt like Allie was dragging me a little bit. Believe it or not, uh, that's how good of a runner Allie is. Yeah, but, uh, Ben carried me through that second mile too. Yeah, you and Ben finished strong, and I think we were—I forget our time on that for three miles, but I know our total pace. It was like twenty-one minutes or so. It was like an average of seven minutes overall, yeah. I think. Or under that, maybe. I think it was under that, because I think we in ran a seven-minute mile. Uh-huh. And then I think you and Allie ran like a 6.30, maybe. Does that sound right? No, I think we ran... I think we went like... We were faster than seven on the first mile. Okay. It was like 6.50. Me and Allie ran like a 5.50. And then you and oh, Ben ran like a seven-minute on the last one. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was the transitions, like handing the rope off. Yeah. That That is what ate up some time. But like when you look at the runs, yeah, our runs were all under seven. Nice. So yeah, they were quick. Um, let's see, and then let's it was and then bam, it's like already Friday. Yep. And Friday we opened up with what was it, muscle up in the pig? Yeah. I like that workout. That was a fun I workout. I loved the pig. I was so happy that teams got to use it because in like the previous games, you know, team a lot of the teams didn't get to use like the fun, odd objects like 
the pig and then that roller thing that we got to use later yeah and stuff so i was super excited to use the pig um pig was heavy it wasn't for you i didn't think it was it was heavy for me and ben (laughs) (laughs) yeah we didn't get to practice with the pig we were like practicing with sandbags in the Mm warm-up area and just trying to do some unconventional stuff so it's like okay we do our first 10 muscle-ups and then we go to the pig and i'm like all right i'll go first ben and it was definitely harder than I thought it would be, but we found our rhythm and yeah. got it going. It was like once you per, like got through two or three reps, you figured out how to grip the pig yeah. to get it flipping better, mm-hmm. and that really made a difference. Like rounds two, three, and four were much better Spooky. on the pig. Yeah, they're they're definitely faster. Um, and then let's see after that workout, what did we do next? What was that else on Friday? Did we just have a Coliseum workout that night? Um, or did we have another workout in the middle of the day? I think. I think it was just two that day. I think we just what went like, well, we had the workout in the evening, the echo bike. Oh, that, yeah. The row, handstand yep. hold, and the handstand push-ups. Yeah, the nose to wall one. Yeah. So we had some nose wall, handstand push-ups, and echo bike, and then we got to use this funky Connected rowing network. connector where both rowers would move together. They were on this track, so it, you know, simulated a boat in a way. Yeah. I didn't love that. I hated that. It was so <laughs> weird. It was. But oddly enough I was rowing a lot faster on it and I wasn't like trying to row faster but my monitor just would show like your 500 average pace is 138 right now I'm like I don't feel like I'm pulling that hard it just was because the rower would move forward and back so it was creating additional power output yeah which was weird but um yeah no like we got a lot of tv time on that one too Mm because we did pretty pretty good on that one for our heat and Obviously, you know, Ben was crushing the handstand holds and I was leaning on him for that. And, and, uh, yeah, it was another fun one in the Coliseum. It was a good test. And then Saturday, uh, our last day of competition. Rinse and repeat the swim one. Yes. The at, swim. Uh, University of Wisconsin. Yeah. Fun. Which that was my a, favorite workout of the weekend. my least favorite workout. Yeah. But it was a cool workout. I just don't like to swim, so that kind of ruined it for me. We but were, it was like the best. Op- doing 50 meters was probably the best I could hope for and yeah. in a pool and not the lake. Mm-hmm. So that was We good. were all really pumped to be in the pool. Yeah. I think every athlete there was pumped to be in the pool, especially when you hear about things in the past, you know, people getting sick after the swimming in the lake yeah. and stuff like that. You just don't know. You don't want that to happen to you. Um so yeah, yeah to, that one. to be in the pool was really nice and it was a beautiful arena, the pool. Obviously we had a crowd there sitting yeah. up in the stands and it was awesome. They had a warm up area for us to, you know, warm up swimming and warm up ski ergs and, and then they outfitted us with more stuff. Oh yeah. Swim cap, nice goggles from TR, swim trunks, yeah. which I left there by the way. Oh, damn. I know. I'm really pissed off about that. I called them. It's like, hey, did you find a pair of... Someone took those so Black fast. swim trunks. Like, uh, we have a lot of black swim trunks here in the Lost and Found. I'm like, any chance you could mail a pair back to Iowa City? You're like, <laughs> no, you have to show up here, sir. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> but no, yeah, that workout was a interval. It wasn't even really a swim workout at the end of the day. It was more of a ski workout. So you had ascending calories on the skier. You started with eight calories after a 50 meter swim. So it was every two minutes. So at zero, we jumped in the pool, we swam 50 meters, and that took everybody like about 50 seconds to a minute. You'd get out and then you'd ski eight calories. And then at the two minute mark, you started over 50 meter swim, but then the calories went up to 10. And then at the four minute mark, you swim 50 meters, 
the calories went up to 12. So that kept going until you got through 18 calories. And then once you got through that round of that sixth round, your round seven and eight were max calories. And that's how you accumulated points for the score. Yeah. And you were the only one getting points. Sadly, I was the only one getting points for the team on that one, but, uh, so that was not great. So we took us. a DFL on that one, which it was whatever. I mean, we, we had fun with that event and again, it was a good experience. We're, we're working on our swimming now. We yes, we did are. that today. So. And, you know, we are the first kilo team to start swimming right now in the off season. No kilo team can say they've done this. Every kilo team that's been in the games. Start swimming a month or two before yep, the games. Yep, a month or two before the games, and we'd go get our shit rocked by it didn't matter who because we never swam. And But this year, you know, it was like, okay, we're going to learn from our mistakes and we're going to go, hopefully if we get back, you know, we'll show everybody, all right, we put in a lot of time in the off season and I'm already seeing improvements through our swim progression, which is awesome. And I know for sure that it will pay off if we get to showcase that again. So uh, after our swim event, we had, what else did we have that day? The strongman event. Was that it? Oh yeah. Yeah, that was it. So, fun workout. They threw some synchro double-unders at us, which was... Four-person synchro. Four-person synchro, which was weird, but mm-hmm. we uh, warmed up with them in the practice area, and it took like 10 reps for us to for us to feel like we were yeah. synchronized. So, we were really confident going into that event. Yep. And then they had the farm, or the jerry bag carries, and then you go back to your double-unders and the... Or no, we had that. That's only had the roller, that big sand roller that we got to push. Yeah, and then did they call that the snail? No, I think the snail is like a just a thing you push. They just call it the roller. The roller, okay. It's like had a bunch of sand in it, yep. and it looks like pulled it with straps. Yeah, that was fun. It was fun. Um, yeah, for those of you that don't know what the jerry cans are, they were just basically bags of sand. Mm-hmm. The men's bags weighed a hundred and like twenty pounds. The women's bag weighed like ninety pounds. And so we had a farmer carries those down like a 75 yards. Yeah. Run back, do 50 quadro synchro double unders. And then we would, we had to uh, drag the roller with the straps. Yep. And the Husfeld bag. The Husfeld bag. So that's basically a weird shaped sandbag. The guys was 200 pounds. The girls was 150. It was a nice, I liked picking up that sandbag. Yeah. It wasn't bad. The way they had it. Yeah. It was easier to hug. I thought so. I think it's because we're a little bit taller and bigger wingspans. Oh, I yeah. think people with shorter arms struggle with it. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, we were kicking ass on that event. We were in the lead most of the workout, and then and then Bob got us a little bit at the end. Mm-hmm. My legs were burning. Yeah, my legs were burning on that too. So we finished up with the big Bob push and took third in our heat and finished strong. We finished in like fifteenth yeah. on that event overall. So it was a good finish for us. And- Twenty fifth overall, so missed that cut. Missed the cut. You had to be in the top twenty. I know that was our goal going into it, and uh, we just had too many finishes towards the bottom, which cost us because we had a lot of good finishes. Mm-hmm. You know, in that thirteenth to fifteenth place, which did help us get points. But you know, anytime you're finishing in like the high twenties or thirties, you just don't get really any, any rewards for that. So, um, but overall, it was a great weekend. A lot of learning experiences, and and we did damn good. You know, yeah. as far as our performances in most areas and. You know, at the games level, you are just exposed to the highest possible tests, you know, and, you know, the, the the best teams just don't have any holes in their game. So when you look at a team like Mayhem Freedom, I mean, 
they obviously have dedicate their whole lives. Yeah, you know, they're, you know, they exactly. I mean, they're all very good individuals and they just all are very well rounded. They all have very little weaknesses. You know, if any, you can really argue like they're all pretty damn good at everything. And then, you know, you smush all that together and it's like, all right, there you go. You have, you have a good team. So that's what you look for in a, in a really good team at that level. Um, so, you know, that's what we're working on the off season, just trying to fix up some, some weaknesses, you know, for those kinds of tests and try to improve upon our spot next year if we get back. Did you feel more relaxed at the games than you did at semis or no? Okay. I did. So did I. I felt much more at ease. Yeah. It felt like less pressure. It's like, okay, we made it. Um, we already exceeded our expectations for the season in a lot of ways. Um, and then I guess just kind of knowing what we were up against, it was like, okay, being realistic. I like to be realistic about things. It's like, okay, we know what we're good at. We know where we're weak. We know when the workouts get released where we're going to finish in the, and most right. of the time. It's like, okay. Like, we're going to struggle a little bit here. Like, if you want to finish well at any event at the games, all four people need to be rock stars at the event. Right. And so it's like, if you're not Ben Kettleson climbing a rope, and if you're not Deidre lifting weights, if you're not Allie running, it's like, okay, you're going to finish middle of the pack, and that's just the way it goes. So, you know, yeah. some of these teams just have, oh, all four people are all good runners. So it's like good when you have those events where all four people have those strengths, you can score points like that. Yeah. Our team this year, Deidre, super strong. Allie, amazing engine. Ben, amazing gymnast. Austin, not, ama- not, ama- <laughs> not amazing in any area, just, you know, decent here and there and everything. And so it's like, okay, our team has a lot of highs and lows, but it's like, okay, we got here. You know, we're going to take our lumps when we have to take them. Do what we do the best we can. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was like... It's whatever, you know, we're going to do the best we can and see what happens, you know? Yeah. But what'd you, what'd you think? Were you... Yeah, I was a lot more at ease at the games and I didn't know if that's just kind of what you said, just more relaxed because, you know, like we made it through semis, we're here or, you know, I, I really enjoyed most of those workouts yeah. at the games. They were and I fun. Think just the experience. Yeah. Just like... And it's like, it so you couldn't not have a good time. Right. And it's like, you know, we strategized as best we could. We wanted to come up with, okay, how can we plan this workout so we do as well as we can to be competitive? And right. obviously we're going out there to try to, to win yeah. and do our best. But it's like, okay, you know, it's just a different level of competition, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, but yeah, it was so much fun and just to also know the support that we had there yeah shout out to everyone who donated to us that shout out a to lot. all of our fundraisers all the people that came to watch us at the games and everybody that supported us, us everyone, everyone that did the the bags tournament and yeah you guys are all awesome so it made for a great season um and then also a bonus at the games we got to watch Colton mm-hmm and watch him. In my opinion, he did he did very well. You know, did he make the cut? No, but um, for what was programmed, again, I thought he he did fine. And it was just a bummer to kind of see the order of the workouts be released the way they were. He had a couple great finishes, like the dip workout. I think he took second or third on, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Um, it was like parallel bar dips, dips and then. 
What else uh, do you have to do with that? Squat cleans. Yeah, squat cleans. Yeah. It was like twenty-one fifteen nine squat cleans and yeah. and dips. So he smoked that and had a lot of other really impressive performances. That's the thing, you know. It's like a dude like Colton, even if he finishes, you know, in the bottom half of a workout, you look at what he's doing. For example, the sandbag clean ladder they did. Oh yeah. So when we got cut. We got, to, we got to watch else. everything else, and that night we got to watch Colton do the sandbag clean ladder. And this little dude, five foot four, 200 pounds of solid muscle, is picking up a 300-pound sandbag and putting it on his shoulder. And also, everybody else is doing that too, which is like, fuck, you know, you wish, yeah. you thought, like, okay, this is where dudes are going to start dropping off, but... You know, everybody at that level is just so darn fit. It was, you know, it is what it is. And so Colton got booted out of that uh, that ladder. And, and then there were dudes picking up and putting 330 pounds, 340 pounds on their shoulder, which is insane. It's nuts. And the girls, what were the girls doing? I think Danny Spiegel did 260, right? Something like that. I think that was the final bag. 260 which pounds. Is so interesting because... Most gyms don't have more than like a 200 pound sandbag, right? So we don't like, even have one, right? So I was like, the most someone probably would have practiced is 200 pounds getting yeah. it to your shoulder, and she made it look real easy. She did make it look easy. It was, I, I was like talking to myself in my head, like, I'm not picking that up, I'm not even getting it off the ground. Yeah, that event was a lot cooler than I thought it would be because this year at the games, you know, they didn't have a ton of barbells, which was mm-hmm. kind of sad. On Sunday, they had some barbells, but. So that yeah. event, I was like, oh, I'd rather, you know, see like a heavy lift or something. But then the sandbag ladder was actually really cool to watch. It was. Definitely when... It was kind of long. It was long. It was like, you know, okay, a lot of... It dragged on. But yeah. once it got towards the end... Then, yeah. It was exciting. Crowd got into it. And, you know, I think uh, at the end of the night, it was like, okay, that was cool. Yeah. But it did take a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, then just kind of... Taking some time off after the games was important for all of us. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, resetting, a little, little break. We had more pizza that night. Yep. It was good pizza. <laughs> freaking amazing it pizza. It was so good. I forget I had where we went, but... Some little... I don't know. I looked it up on Google. It had good reviews. Not important. We treated ourselves and... I had cheese curds right after, too. You did? Yeah. Yeah. They were delicious. It was, it was good. It was, it was fun to just to kind of come down from that competitive high... Mm-hmm. And just see family and friends and call it a season. Yeah. You know, it was hard to see. You know, we couldn't really like interact with people who were up there watching us just because our schedule was so tight and like we had to be here at this time. We had to get briefed. We had to warm up. So it was like a very strict schedule and you really didn't get to interact with the people who came up to support you until you were done. Yeah. So basically, after day one, you know, of, you know, being treated like a king or queen, given all this free shit, it was. Behind the scenes wasn't really, you know, anything glamorous. Between events, we're sitting in this big expo hall at our table, eating food. Yeah. Taking naps, chilling. Right. And then we would get briefed and, you know, watch individuals on TV here and there, you know, and and just try to stay fresh. But, you know, the whole week, it's just like, okay, get briefed, compete, recover, go home, sleep. Yeah. You know, and do it again. It was, it's like just, you know, like you said, a very tight schedule, but I mean, it was still a blast, a blast and, and uh, a much shorter drive home. 
That's the so beauty of it. The games being in Madison. Madison. It's like, oh, we're here in two and a half hours. This is awesome. And uh, so, yeah, that was that was nice to get home so quick. And shit, I was home Sunday at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Because Sunday was raining. So it's like, I'm not sticking around. And I stuck around. For you that. stuck around? Yeah. How was that? It was fine. Do you have an umbrella? Um, no, I think it, it didn't rain that much when we were watching. And then I think the other events were in the Coliseum. Yeah. So it really wasn't bad. Did you go in the Coliseum too? Yeah. Cool. I got a ticket to get in. Right on. Yeah. So that was a plus, you know, the, having the games just be in our backyard, which again, you know, makes it easy for our members to come watch yeah. and the community to be really help have our backs and be a part of it. So it was, you know, that part's cool too for them. Um, so yeah, that's, that was the season. Now starting to get back into it again. Getting back into training, you know, working on our weaknesses. Um, yeah, training's, training's going fine so far. You know, just trying to keep it fun, yeah. keep ourselves healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the off season's going to fly by, you know, October, November, December are going to come quick. We're planning on having, you know, our first team get together in the end of October, which would be nice. Yeah. Just play around the worm again and do uh just do some fun stuff just do some team team building you know yeah. and then team once... workouts are always fun yeah it definitely helps make training more fun that way you know when you're in a group doing it yeah definitely helps you get after it a little bit more that's why classes are awesome you guys so keep coming to class train with your peers and help holding each other look uh, each other accountable um so yeah aside from training what else are you looking forward to this off season any vacations planned? Um, well, I burned up quite a bit of my PTO already. Um, I was just in Oregon for a week um, with my mom and my friend. So, uh, no, I don't really have much planned yet. I'm yeah. sure I'll figure something out. You guys have a trip coming up, right? Yep. Meredith and I are going up to Vegas and Utah. We're going to play some golf in Vegas for two days, and then we're going to go do some hiking at Zion That'll National really Park pretty. in Utah. So, that's our... We usually try to take four or five days vacation once a year, and the last couple of years we've gone skiing, so we're going to try to change it up this year. Meredith started golfing this summer, so we're going to keep those clubs out and yeah. play at the end of November, which will be fun. It'll be nice to get some warm weather in mm. Vegas. Indeed so. Um, we have another question uh, that asks, what do you use to motivate yourself to get out of bed and get early morning workouts in? This might be a you question because I have a train at 4 p.m. Yeah, you're an afternoon. You got to wake up early for work. Yeah. So um, I can speak to a little bit of this. Um, you know, the motivation thing is is tough to rely on. I mean, you've anybody that listens to Jocko knows discipline is what will keep you going and you can't really rely on motivation. So it's like, all right, if you want a motivation or a motivator, it's like, okay, you watch a cool YouTube clip or you see an inspiring movie. It's like, all right, that might mo- motivate you, but you're not going to watch that every single day. So what carries you on every single day is your discipline. And one tip, it's like, okay, so what's your solution for that? Well, for me, I try to get out of my own head, um, especially when I'm in the moment. So if I if the alarm goes off, I don't even think. I hit the the stop button. I don't hit the snooze button. I hit the stop button and I get up and I start my process and I just take care of one thing at a time. Um, But if I'm in my head, I try to get in my head the night before. So if I know I have to wake up and do something early in the morning, it could be working out. It could be, 
you know, getting up to open the gym. I have that talk with myself the night before and I talk myself through how it's going to go. I try to picture myself if it's, you know, working out, it's like, okay, I'm envisioning myself doing the back squats, sitting on the rower and rowing on the treadmill running. I'm doing the workout in my mind so that it's like, it's already happened. You know, I'm setting the stage versus if I'm constantly in my head telling myself, oh, you're going to be so tired in the morning. You're going to feel like crap. You're not going to have eaten any breakfast. That's just not a good way to go about it. So try to envision yourself doing what you plan on doing the night before and then forget about it after that and then wake up and just go do it. And that's one way of approaching it, I think. Yeah. You know, you just got to freaking get out of bed and go do it. You cannot think. Because once you're in your head, you're the only one that's stopping you. It's like... You just make too many excuses. That's right. You make too many excuses. You know? When I wake up early, Meredith isn't saying to me, Austin, go back to sleep. You are you don't have to get up and go do whatever you're supposed to go and do. No, she's not. She's still sleeping. The only person trying to talk me out of doing what I'm supposed to do would be me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, get out of your head. Just get up and go do it. Um, Let's see. Oh, Micah had a question. It says, get the job, do the job. So It's a statement. That's another answer. If you have a workout, go do the workout. Get the job, do the job. And just so everybody knows, get the job, do the job was created by yours truly. (laughs) And then Micah ran with it and I let him run with it. So all of you had to know that. I've said this before. But it's important you all know where that came from. Oh, let's see. That's all we have for questions. It wasn't very many questions, which is yeah. which is fine. But uh, most importantly, everybody now knows that Deidre Franzen is a co-host of the show. Yeah. So we'll be doing more recordings and getting guests on here. And Let us know what you want to hear about. Let us know what you want to hear about. We'll put some more questions on the Instagram. Um, our next guest that we have lined up is going to be Brandon Hornback. Okay. So we'll get him on here. Little hobbit hands. Little hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get Brandon down here from from Cedar Rapids, and uh, you know, I want uh, want our listeners to learn a little bit more about Brandon Hornback. Um, like we talked earlier, he was on our semifinal team, and he's a phenomenal athlete. And uh, so yeah, you can look forward to learning more about Brandon on the next episode. But for now, that's where we'll end things. So Deidre, until next time. All right. See you guys. All right. See ya.